Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 315. Just the other week, I saw the new Barbie movie, and let me just say I have some thoughts. So I figured what better way to you know engage and talk about these thoughts than on the podcast. So I'm excited to hear if you too have seen it. If you haven't seen it, no worries. I, I'm not going to give any big spoiler alerts, but I really want to highlight today just media and body image and specifically the impact that it has on young girls, on, you know, women, you and I who are listening to this podcast and really just what we can do about it. Because when it comes to body image, when it comes to ending the cycle, the body image bashing cycle, the diet cycle, maybe in your generation or your family, like it starts with knowledge and we have to understand the impacts that it can have to build that awareness. So then we can decide how we want to react, our actions we want to take and make that change. So let's get into it. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. We have talked about body image many a times on this podcast, and we know body image significantly impacts women's mental health due to society, media, you know, pressure from society and the media. And we know that that pressure, that impact can often lead to body dissatisfaction, low self-esteem, and even the development of eating disorders or disordered eating. It can cause depression anxiety, social withdrawal, and really ultimately affect relationships and overall well-being. In my practice, I my private practice, I help women find body neutrality and self-acceptance. And here on Fit Friends Happy Hour, we want to foster a culture really that values individuals beyond their physical appearance. Because we know, we know for a fact that when we encourage diversity and self-compassion, these things contribute to a healthier mental and emotional well-being among women. And being healthier mentally and emotionally, I'm going to go ahead and guess that's really why you're here, isn't it? So let's start by talking about, you know, what are beauty standards exactly? And beauty standards are, you know, socially constructed ideals of physical attractiveness. And this really varies across cultures. But even if you look at here in the United States, just the history of what is considered beautiful, it's changed, right? And so beauty standards really dictate specific traits like body image, such as being slim or having an hourglass figure. It dictates, you know, skin tone, right? Back in the day, if you are my generation, it was all about being tan and going to tanning beds, like the darker, the better. And now at least from my perspective, it's, well, you don't want to be too tan, right? And if you do sunscreen, 
use selfless tanner, right? There's, we could talk about a million different beauty standards. Another one is, you know, facial features, right? Like clear skin or having a really symmetrical face is regarded as attractive, but it also comes down to hair, you know, age. In some cultures, aging is like embraced. It's something that's celebrated. In other cultures, it's like, no, you better get Botox starting in your 20s because God forbid you get a wrinkle, right? And even grooming, right? Like armpit hair and just how we look physically, right? Our appearance. Unrealistic beauty ideals can lead to that body dissatisfaction and really self-esteem issues. Promoting body positivity or I like to even say just body neutrality, right? We don't have to love our bodies, but can we get to a place where we we like them and it's neutral? But promoting that body positivity, promoting that self-acceptance, it truly is essential in order to counter these impacts. And I think it's so fascinating just to really simmer on how body dissatisfaction among women is linked to some really alarming statistics on mental health issues. And I want to share some of this with you because I was just blown away and I think you will be too. The first fact that I found is that studies actually show that 85 to 95% of women are dissatisfied with their bodies. So pretty much all of us, women, so pretty much all of us, right, with body dissatisfaction are two and a half times more likely to experience depression. And that is from the National Eating Disorders Association. Over 30% of women with poor body image have symptoms of anxiety disorders and body dissatisfaction is the third most common risk factor for developing eating disorders. When you think about it, the pressure that women face to conform to these unrealistic beauty ideals, it's actually insane. Like if you take a step back, just like from your day to day, step outside and take a bird's eye view, it's crazy. You know, it's like, no wonder we have all these issues. And media, advertising, toys like Barbie play a huge role in perpetuating these unrealistic beauty ideals. On average, women are exposed to around 5,000 to 10,000 images daily through various media platforms. And of course, many of those images promote a very narrow beauty standard, emphasizing these unrealistic body proportions, the flawless skin and other idealized physical features. And this constant exposure to these images can contribute to you know all these issues we talked about. And ultimately it makes us believe that, okay, this is the norm and I should look like that. And if I don't, well, then there must be something wrong with me and I need to fix it in order to be valued, in order to be loved, worthy, et cetera, et cetera. Research has consistently over time shown a strong correlation between exposure to that idealized body image in the media and you're not feeling good about our bodies. In fact, social media contributes to 80% of women feeling worse about their bodies, right? I think we come to that conclusion, like most women don't feel good about their bodies, which is so sad. And what else is interesting when I was just learning about the Barbie movie and, you know, a couple of weeks ago when the movie came out before that, when they were promoting it, you saw all over social media. Let's not even get into the whole, their whole marketing of the movie, like it got, that got me. That's what got me hooked. I was like, I can't not see it. It's everywhere. I have FOMO. I have to go see it. But it's interesting that about 90%. So again, most three to 10 year old girls own a Barbie, not just one Barbie. Most of these girls who have a Barbie have about a dozen each. A 2014 study by Tigman, Tigman, Tigman. I don't know. I'll link to all these in the show notes 
found that after exposure to advertisements featuring these ultra thin models, girls as young as five years old, five years old, that's a, a baby in my eyes. That's a child. They reported an increase in not being happy with their body and this desire for thinner bodies. I'm going to link to an article that I really hope you click and read because it's just so interesting and sad, but I promise we're going to end this episode with some hope. But again, we, we have to know the facts before we can, like we said, change our behaviors. I also found a 1997 study that basically looked at you know girls over time, and this was by Harrison and Cantor, these researchers, they found that exposure to beauty-oriented television programs I have to look and see specifically like which TV programs they were looking at, but think about the 90s, right? There was so much on TV that probably messed us up, but the exposure to these TV programs actually predicted body dissatisfaction and disordered eating behaviors in adolescent girls. So meaning they watched these specific beauty, probably like top model or like, I don't even know, those types of, sorry if you hear baby grunts, Timmy is is here. He's always here. So that is the norm for now. You're, you're going to hear him in the background. Anyways, my guess is they watched those, that type of show and it was predicted like girls who watch these shows aren't going to like their body and they're probably going to have disordered eating. Like, and that, that's what happened. That is so sad, but ultimately like, because it's preventable, right? A couple other studies I want to share with you. There was one in 2011. And so this study found that playing with ultra thin dolls led to, again, that lower body self-esteem, lower self-esteem among young girls. And I think about my own niece, for example, while yes, Barbie, like Barbie Mattel has become a little more diverse over the years. She's still playing with like these, now there's these LOL dolls. Uh, If you've heard of it, if you haven't like Google them, they're wild looking. And there's even another doll called Monster High Dolls. And what's wild is these Monster High Dolls, for example, if you were to proportion them out, they would have a body mass index below 10 if it was translated into human bodies. Now we know BMI is junk. However, basically all it is is a ratio of your height to your weight. So we're not today, today we're not going to talk about BMI. However, just know that a BMI that low, like that is a size that cannot support life. And so it's so distorted in media images of women's bodies really can shape what we find beautiful, what we find desirable. And that repeated exposure to a certain type of ideal can in fact increase your preference for it, especially when the ideal body is also shown with visuals of happiness or money and wealth and success. I promise I'm going to talk about the movie, but I just want to emphasize the importance of promoting diverse representations of beauty to encourage self-acceptance and self-love. And we're no longer talking about little girls right now. We're talking about little girls that grow into adult women, aka you who are listening to this podcast. Okay, so let's go back to the movie Barbie. I really didn't watch a ton of the trailers. And so I was really intrigued to see what it was all about. I went with my mom and my aunt and side note, I have not been to the movies in, I couldn't even tell you when. It has been so long and it was like, you know, we booked tickets at the beginning of the week and I, it was the highlight of my week. Like I was looking forward to it. It was so great. I went and bought candy at Walmart before, snuck it in. Like it felt, I had, I really felt like a child again. It was great. We got popcorn with butter. Wonderful. So I'm not going to spoil it, but basically the plot line is 
Barbie and all the Barbies in Barbie land are taking over the patriarchy. I definitely laughed. I also teared up. There were some pretty empowering moments and lines from America Ferrera. And I don't know, it made me think, does anyone remember that the show that she was in ugly Betty? Like if you loved her in this movie, you should definitely go check out ugly Betty. I want to go back and watch it because I'm also wondering like, how was that movie? Or it was a series. It was a series on ABC. And I'm curious, like with the title ugly Betty, I don't even remember. It's been so many years. Like, what was the talks about beauty standards in that show? We'll save that for another episode. But Barbie goes through this journey that basically challenges her perception of beauty. And this encounter really serves as a turning point for Barbie's character. And I think we can all learn the importance of really self-reflection and questioning societal norms. And I often do this with clients where, you know, we have discussions about these topics, but ultimately about their experiences. And often in times in a whole session, we will just talk back and forth about, you know, them questioning their experience and questioning, you know, all the things that they've been taught and whether or not it's true. And if this is something that, you know, they want to hold on to. So Barbie really is in this quest for self-discovery and breaking free from some of those societal beauty norms. And she faces all these challenges on her journey. And they really parallel with real life experiences of women. So there's a scene in the, in the movie where she goes into the middle school and these middle school girls, like she, Barbie's like, these young girls love me. They're going to hug me. Like they're going to be so excited because I've shown them like, you can do anything. And these middle school girls were like, no, you've actually ruined everything and we hate you. So again, it wasn't what I expected, but I did appreciate the diversity, the diverse cast of characters. Because I don't know if you knew this, but before 2021, like even just a few years ago, only 29% of dolls represented ethnic minorities. And even then, they were still promoted with those unrealistic body proportions. And movies in general, again, like 20, that was not very long ago. Movies predominantly featured white, slender characters, again, reinforcing those narrow beauty standards, at least here in the US. So I will say efforts have been made to improve diversity and representation in the media, but we still have a long way to go. And so why does representation matter in the media? You know, it actually positively impacts young viewers, especially, right? We talked about how seeing one type of beauty standard can negatively impact. Well, seeing more of that diversity can actually help enhance, you know, a young person's self-identity it promotes the inclusivity, body positivity, and it really leads to breaking some of those stereotypes. Children specifically, but I think even as adults, you know, it helps us to gain confidence, to gain cultural awareness, and we can really see more positive role models, which, you know, if we scale back and zoom out, like seeing that helps us to be a more empathetic and a more empowered generation. There were the same person I mentioned earlier who did the studies on body image. That same, you know, researcher actually did research that shows that girls who are exposed to more diverse shapes and sizes report more positive feelings about their body and higher levels of self-esteem. So like, hallelujah, there is hope. Uh, we can change the future because showcasing women with various abilities, with various sizes, you know, all these things like I said, it promotes that inclusivity, 
but also empowerment. Like, okay, I see it for her. Now I can see it for me, regardless of how I look like, or what abilities I have. I can also have the, you know, in the show, in the movie, I can also have the Barbie dream house, which is awesome. Another thing I want to point out from the movie is that it's interesting how the movie challenges really traditional gender roles and stereotypes. Ryan Gosling plays a great Ken. And it's just funny because he, you know, he's the one chasing Barbie and like the Barbies rule it all. And the Kens are just like, wah, wah, basically how like women are treated in the States. So it's really fun. I'm good. I'm not going to spoil it. But the last piece that I want to point out from the movie is that the movie also critiques Barbie's past image. All those things I talked about with Barbie's, you know, body image and the impacts and all that, but they actually take responsibility for it, which I was not expecting. And it is so interesting. And just as, you know, Mattel is doing in this movie, it's really important that acknowledging past mistakes, like just recognizing that is essential for growth. It's essential for progress. And I love Barbie's evolution as a character. And it, I think overall, it's not really a kid's movie. It may like lead to some interesting conversations if you have like a tween, but overall, I think there's a positive message and it can be a really great tool to have some good discussions. If you have like, I don't know, a teenager, I'm, I'm not a parent of like teenager though. So maybe don't take that parenting advice from me, but really it encourages growth, progress, striving to be better. And it just reminded me of clients who've overcome body image struggles and, you know, they've gone through the thick of it. They've done the work and ultimately they come out stronger. They are able to confidently walk into that boardroom or to that presentation, that sales presentation in front of men and just like really feel empowered in their body, who they are, but also in their relationships, like recognizing maybe toxic relationships and how it played into how they felt about their bodies. And I think of one client in particular, like she's able to look back and like, wow, that relationship really like pulled me into that and made me feel less than. And I always felt like I needed to be smaller in order to be loved. And what a beautiful journey, what a beautiful transformation to see a client and, you know, hopefully to see you to get to the point where you realize that, man, it is, I did not mean to just say man, the irony in what we're talking about. Jeez, it really plays an impact. And like, I don't have to wait to be smaller, to be valued, to be loved, and to really live the life that I want to live today. So my takeaway is go see the movie. Number one, because it's cute. You'll laugh. You'll maybe cry. And two, you probably also don't remember the last time that you went to a movie. And I personally suck at watching movies. Like I, it's really hard for me to focus. It's still, so this was great to just unplug, relax after a long week. It was like a Friday matinee and just kick back and enjoy it. So if anything, use this as your excuse to buy the ticket, go to the movie, enjoy the popcorn, enjoy the candy, because it's another good practice for your food freedom journey. And if you were raised in the Barbie era and you want to learn how to embrace and love yourself unconditionally, 
Now is the time to register for our next round of the Reboot Bootcamp. Just go to the link in the show notes to apply. It has not been announced on social. So if you're listening, you will likely be one of the first to register and get access to some special bonuses. So we will put the link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, send me a message if you do apply, because I would love to celebrate you and just see how we can best support you. So that's it for today, friends. Live fierce, be free, and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.